Hello, everyone. It's time for Vanishing Island Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pico Stanis. This is episode 281, season 12. Today's date is December 3rd, 2023. And welcome to the program. Yes, I'm back for another show. On today's program, uh, I'm doing something that's uh, Christmassy and something not Christmassy. <laughs> uh, the first one is uh, I'm, I'm going to talk about my memories of that TV show, uh, Rock on Chicago that aired on WLS TV Channel 7 in Chicago. That was like a music video program, just like Friday Night Videos, but it was local. It was a local show. And I'll talk about that. And also, uh, I will talk about, I've talked about this before, maybe last year or the year before, probably, is the, the uh, Santa and the uh, Snowman Mold dolls from poke brothers uh appliance stores uh i asked people yesterday on my uh social media accounts do you did you have a santa one did you have a snowman one did you have both and i asked people to respond and the responses have been very nice very overwhelming and it's it's wonderful and they share a lot of excuse me a lot of people uh share their memories of that so i'll discuss about that okay right now the commer- uh excuse me the right now the program will go into a commercial break and this program is brought to you by ronco ice cream maker <laughs> remember this product and this is a commercial from 1978 it aired around christmas time i remember this very well and so sit back and relax and i'll be right back with the show thank you everyone Introducing the Ronco ice cream machine. It makes the best ice cream you've ever tasted. Why? Because it's homemade. It's lots of fun and everyone can join in. Simply add cream in your favorite fresh fruits and nuts. You can make cherry vanilla, chocolate ripple, any flavor. The Ronco ice cream machine works automatically while it's in your freezer. It makes a quart and a half of delicious ice cream. A perfect Christmas gift and it's only $12.88. The perfect Christmas gift available at these stores. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Ronco Ice Cream Maker. It was one of the most popular products at that time. Uh, the company was founded by Ron Popeil. I talk about him on a podcast episode long time ago. Um, I think I talked about him when he passed away, I believe. 
And uh, I should revisit that again. Yeah, because there, he created so many. Uh, Pocket Fisherman. Uh, Mr. Microphone. Uh, what else? Uh, the Buttoneer. Um, oh, so many. Uh, the Bottle and Can uh, Maker or something like that. Uh, I can think of the top of my head. Uh, oh, Smokeless Ashtray. <laughs> I remember the commercial, everyone's coffee. <laughs> you know, like that. Ugh, awful. Anyway, uh, so uh, I don't know if they still make that. No, probably not. I don't think so. You could find it on eBay, probably. I don't know if it still works. I mean, this, this product's over 40 years old, you know, and the commercials aired around Christmas time. I used to watch them on local TV, like Channel 9, Channel 32, Channel 44 maybe mostly channel 32 late at night i remember that then they showed wherever the products were sold like for example uh weebolts zare uh walgreens uh venture you know stuff like that and uh so me i uh, i love ice cream that's why one of my favorite desserts you know my favorite flavor is mint chocolate chip I love that. But I don't know. I didn't see mint chocolate chip when I was growing up at that time. Uh, because this commercial aired in when I was in high school. At Bogan High School on the South Side. And then I think Baskin Robbins introduced it. Probably. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, uh, so I love that ice cream. I love that ice cream flavor. Excuse me. It's it's great. You know, there are others that are my favorite, too. Um, well, second is butter pecan, but that's fattening. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, that's enough of that. Uh, right now at the beginning, uh, I'm going to talk about the two things that I mentioned at the beginning of the program. Uh, I'm going to talk about Rock on Chicago. That, uh, that's a TV show. It was a music videos TV show aired on WLS TV channel seven in Chicago aired on Friday nights, 11.30. Also, I'll talk about the Santa Claus and snowman molds, the, the doll molds from Polk Brothers Appliance Stores in Chicago. Uh, before I get started, I'll mention two things. One, uh, I just finished the book, The Loop Files. That's the history of the Loop FM radio station uh, written by Rick Kempfer. I hope I got his name right. Sorry, Rick. And uh, I met him at a book signing uh, last Friday. You know, uh, it was on the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah, that Friday. And uh, he signed my book, and uh, I told him I would read it. And I finally finished it last night. And it's like a timeline of all the people that were there, and what, and all the events. Uh, of course, disco demolition. Uh, um, Steve Dahl and Gary Meyer. Um, Jonathan Brandmeier, uh, a lot of people. Mitch Michaels was there. Uh, who else? Sky Daniels, you know, and Wendy Snyder was there. Robin Baumgartner worked there. Uh, all these people, even Mankow, Danny Boniducci, you name it. And it's, I recommend this book. It's wonderful. And I just posted on this timeline to let them know that I finished reading the book. And I told him I loved it. You know, it was great. And all these uh, recollections of people. 
of recollections from people, excuse me, that they worked there and they saw some crazy stuff. And they mentioned about Chicago Fest 2, you know, also that, you know, disc, disco demolition, you know, even Lorelai, who's in, you know, she, uh, she, she mentioned, she's mentioned in the book and she, uh, she talked about her memories of that. So it's cool like that. I also heard they're going to do a documentary, which I heard. I don't know when that's coming out, but I'm looking forward to it. You know, that's kind of nice. I can't, so I wish Rick Kempfer lots of luck with the book. I wrote a review on Amazon. It hasn't come up yet. It's been days. I don't know what's going on. So that's okay. I'm sure it'll pop up someday. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, you know, the internet's a funny thing. Anyway, I just wrote that it's a wonderful book and that was in three chapters of it. So that's all right. The second thing I want to tell you really quickly is uh, I received a comment from a lady on Facebook and she says she downloaded most of my podcast episodes and she loved them. And she was on the California Zephyr train and listening to, you know, listening while I'm speaking. And that's kind of cool. And she enjoyed them. That's kind of nice, you know. You know, when I do a podcast and I publish it and people download, they're probably listening wherever they can on on a train or at home um, when they're going for a walk or they're doing a workout. You know, they're on our Peloton or their treadmill <laughs> or uh, in the car. Maybe I should mention that before. Any place, any place that's accessible, you know, and that's, so that's great. I had one friend of mine that uh, when I went to church, he says, Pete, I'm sorry, I didn't have time to listen because I'm very busy. I don't, that's okay. If you have time, go ahead. You know, I, I understand, you know, I understand, you know, people have busy schedules, you know, but if you have time to spare, go ahead and listen. You know, I'm not offended. Not at all. You know, it is there. All the episodes are there. You can listen anytime, any place. Any day of the week, <laughs> it is there, which is great. It's like TV reruns, <laughs> like I Love Lucy. So uh, that's kind of cool. And it was very nice that lady commented. Okay. All right, let's get started. Um, I'm going to talk about Rock on Chicago. I remember this show very well. Uh, it was during the era of music videos in the 1980s, you know, when MTV started, then VH1 um, presented videos. Uh, VH1, I think it's like for old for an older audience. Like, well, yeah, I guess so. Uh, right now, MTV and VH1, they don't air them. They, they have reality shows, huh? Times have changed. They, they shouldn't be... MTV shouldn't be called music. I don't know. I don't get it. But they have, uh, how would I say this? Like uh, when you stream, they probably have channels. You know, I just bought a new TV about a couple months ago. And they have channel. They have an MTV classic channel. You can stream. You can watch for free. Watch videos all day long from the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, whatever. Okay. And, uh. At the time, a lot of people didn't have cable. So uh, locally in Chicago, the uh, two stations aired the first uh, music videos. One was WPWR TV, Channel 60. 
not 50. They aired music videos. They aired uh, some in the a- afternoon, some in the evening, like 9 o'clock. I think the, the one in the afternoon is like 4.30. Um, and then it was, it was about an hour. Sometimes they aired in the morning. You know, I remember that when I went to DeVry Institute, they showed cartoons and they, you know, slip in a music video. I remember one time they, uh, I don't know what cartoon it was, a Top Cat. And then, then all of a sudden it was the the Eurythmic singing Sweet Dreams (laughs) are made of this. (laughs) Like yesterday. And uh, let's see. So. And then, uh, yeah, so that aired for a few years. Uh, the the first show they aired was something called MV3. I talked about that in a previous podcast episode. That was from Los Angeles, and uh, they aired music videos at the time. It was like from 1981, 82, and it was kind of cool. They had dancing. It was kind of like American Bandstand, only with videos. And they had artists uh, who would uh, show up and perform. They did that. And then... Uh, then Channel 66 got in. They aired music videos. Uh, it was called WFBN. Then it turned to WGBO. And that only lasted a year. That was from 1984. I think like January to August or something like that. But it was kind of cool. And no commercials. And uh, so that was fun. And then they went into regular programming. But Rock On Sh- But then... Um, Friday Night Videos premiered in 1983. I did a podcast episode of that. You can listen to it if you'd like. And then they showed music videos. And then they interviewed uh, recording artists. And they played videos all night long. Excuse me, all night long. Like for an hour and a half or something like that. It was, But it aired on Channel 5 and WMEQ TV. Now... Channel 7 on WLS uh, wanted to get in the bandwagon, and they they got their own. And it was called Rock on Chicago, and it was hosted by Brant Miller. He was a DJ for WLS-FM at the time, I believe. And then uh, right now he does the weather on WMAQ-TV Channel 5 in Chicago. He's been there for years. Uh, I like him. He's funny. (laughs) He just makes me laugh every time I see him. But I listen to the radio, too. And it was simulcast. It was simulcast um, with WLSFM and also the program. And it premiered on I think what day it was. I'm not sure. August uh, August fifth, nineteen eighty three, I believe. Yeah, on a Friday night, eleven thirty. Um. I don't know if it was an hour and a half or an hour. I watched it uh, at times, you know, if there was, you know, you switch the channels. Let's say you don't want to see something on Friday Night Videos. If there's a video there, you know, you don't want to see that. (laughs) You just switch the channels and then you watch on Channel 7. No, there's a a video I like. And then you switch back, you know, back and forth, back and forth. I didn't have cable at the time. Uh, Cable came to my house. I live in Chicago on the southwest side at the time. Much later, it came about 87, 88, late 80s, like that. Uh, but it was a cool time. It was a great time uh, with all those artists like Michael Jackson, Tina Turner, uh, what else? Uh, the Police, the Boy George, uh, Wham, all, 
all these people performing. And uh, a prince, Madonna, you know, they, they, they showcased all, all their hits on those shows. And uh, it was kind of nice. Uh, it's like if you were out on a Friday night, you know, and then you got home early or you didn't go out at all, you just wait till 1130, you know, and then watch uh, either Rock on Chicago or uh, Friday Night Videos, you know. So that was great. Was like, before, there was a midnight special. <laughs> but that wasn't a video. That was live performances. So I, I, I hate to say that, but I did an episode on that, too. Anyway, so right now I'm going to play a promo from June 1984. I got this from YouTube. It's Rock on Chicago, and it's uh, once you start hearing, you start jamming, you start uh, getting so pumped up, you know, with 80s uh, rock hits. So here it is, uh, a promo for Rock on Chicago from WLS-TV from June 1984. And I'll be right back, folks. Thank you. Rock on Chicago is rolling videos. Rocking the hottest hits. Reeling with fewer commercials. Simulcast in stereo on 94.7 WLSFL. It's the heart of rock and roll. Rock on Chicago tonight at 11:30 only on 7. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the promo for Rock on Chicago from WLS-TV, Channel 7 in Chicago. Uh, those were the days, you know. Uh, you can watch music videos on YouTube, on your computer, on your phone, on any any electronic device, you know. But I, you know, I hate to say this, but I like to watch it on TV, you know, like I used to. And it's very, you know, on a big screen. And it looks cool. Just like when I was a, was a teenager and in my 20s, you know, reliving all that uh, fun. And it's kind of nice, you know, kind of nice. Oh, I, lo- I love them, you know. Um, yeah, music videos are still made today, you know, by uh, today's artists. You know, I, I don't watch. I don't watch those, you know, I watch the old ones like that. And uh, it's, a, it's a great time. And as for Rock on Chicago, uh, it only lasted about three years, I believe. Yeah, it ended about 1986. Uh, I don't know why the reason. I guess uh, maybe cable was available to everyone at the time you know people were getting cable and they don't need to watch that locally and the ratings went down and that stuff i don't know how long brand miller hosted the show i have no idea but uh 
I remember the promos, just like I just played. I remember seeing them on TV like that. And uh, I think they did a couple New Year's Eve shows, probably. Uh, maybe they hosted uh, somewhere uh, that was that took place in Chicago. Maybe they did. I, I don't know. I don't remember. But uh, it's nice. So it that's that was largely forgotten. <laughs> But I have a feeling once I post this, I think a lot of people will remember uh, that people my age would. So uh, that's uh, that's very interesting. Okay. Right now, I'm going to talk about uh, Poke Brothers, the Santa Claus and Snowman doll modes. Uh, they were sold there at the time. Uh, and it was a promotional uh, gimmick. And the time, I think they were introduced maybe late 1950s, I think early 1960s, I believe. And uh, this is to bring in customers and bring in, you know, bring in more customers or our uh, favorite customers, you name it. They did that. It was very successful, very successful indeed. And some people bought either a Santa Claus or a snowman, or they bought both, and they and they put it on their front porch, or inside their homes, you know. And even when you're driving around Chicago, you know, in the Chicagoland area in the suburbs, you would see them. And even at night, when you see them at night, then it looks beautiful. Ah, oh. and then when you when you first see them, you know, for the first time, when you see them for the first time, you knew they were from Park Brothers, Pope Brothers. Excuse me. And uh, so even today, uh, if you see those, that's the first thing that comes to mind to most people during that era, you know, and some people still have them. Some people do, but they don't work. Uh, some people are like, you know, I, to tell you the truth, I never had one. I never had them. Uh, my, my parents never bought them. Um, I don't know why. <laughs> Should have asked. But uh but in the sixties, they were just a hot, they were hot sellers. They really were. Uh, but it was like a tie-in. But I think when you bought something, sometimes they were free. Sometimes you had to buy them. But I think they were they were promotional. I believe. I just don't want to contradict, you know, uh, because I was very young when this was introduced. Uh, probably when I wasn't born, because uh, I turned sixty this this past November, uh, October. Excuse me get ahead of myself yeah in october so um i remember stories my mom told me about seeing those you know when it was very little and she used to see them in the old in the old neighborhoods you know uh, when she was on the bus or she was walking around the neighborhood and she saw those uh the santa or a santa or a snowman you know it was in front of their front porch like that and uh you know so as in, i don't know when that ended the when they stopped selling them maybe i don't know late late 60s early 70s probably maybe i don't know but i know in the 60s they were there all the time like that and uh so Polk Brothers, uh, that was uh, the owner's name was Saul Polk. It was founded, and uh, 
he opened his first uh, store in 1935 on the Northwest side. And the first one was, it was called Central Appliance and Furniture. And that was uh, located at 3334 North Central Avenue. And his brothers joined in and they ran the business and they renamed it Polk Brothers in 1946. And by the 1960s, you, you had their more family members ran the stores and all that. And it was, uh, it was one of the biggest appliance retailers at that time. You know, they sold uh, TVs, refrigerators, washer and dryers, uh, sometimes Christmas trees, too. Uh, they sold blenders, mixers. They sold everything, sometimes furniture. Um, you name it, they had it, you know. And there was, uh, I don't know if this happened to, to me and my family, but uh, Polk Brothers, um, you know, when you entered the store, some of the salesmen are kind of pushy and they follow you around. <laughs> like that I, I think that was true you know but uh when i uh i remember when we went to poke brothers in fort city in 1974 to buy a refrigerator which incidentally we still have it in the garage you know it doesn't work i don't know what yeah so it's from general electric oh it was a good it was a good fridge uh i don't remember a salesman doing that no, I was very, well, I was in grade school. So uh, I asked my mom about that. Was was this man bothering you when you were shopping? And she goes, no. He was just asking, can I help you? <laughs> and I asked, then I asked my mom, did he follow you around? He goes, yeah, he did. But, you know, but he didn't like stalk me <laughs> like that. It's, they were trained to do that, you know, so. But it was a good store, man. A lot of people miss it to this day. They really do. And uh, it went out of business on July 8th, 1992. Uh, and uh, let's see. Now it's the Pope Brothers Foundation. All the assets went there. And it's one of the largest charitable organizations in Chicago. And that's nice. You know, I don't know who runs it. I don't know if anyone in the family runs it. Maybe. I don't know. No clue. I have no clue. I have no clue at all. <laughs> okay. So if you have a Santa Claus or a snowman in your possession, I'm very happy for you. Just hang on to it. Just hang on to those two. Uh, they are wonderful. I think you can still find them in antique stores, but I guess they're, you know, overpriced and crazy and all that and then uh but uh, if you sometimes on ebay too but they ask a lot of money you know a lot of money like that like cuddly dudley <laughs> that's another one it's that's a lot of people want but if you're desperate and you are uh, and you want something from your childhood go ahead buy them i'm not going to do that and one last thing, I do have a snowman and a Santa Claus, but it's not from Polk Brothers. It's similar to that. Yeah, it's similar. I bought it at American Sales. <laughs> it was in Bridgeview. Yeah, and we bought that about eh, over about 25 years ago. It doesn't work. They, I don't think they work, but they're in the garage. And uh, maybe someday I'll get it working and put it up front. But, you know. We live in a windy city and they bl they blow everything down you know so it's not uh easy to 
you know, pick them up, let them stay, and then they'll fall down again. You know, a lot of people have inflatable decorations, but, you know, so far so good. This winter has been mild, so knock on wood. Uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Okay. So that's it for this program. I'll do a recap of what I talked about. I talked about the uh, music video series, uh, the TV show, Rock on Chicago, that aired on WLS-TV Channel 7 in Chicago. And I also talk about the Santa Claus and Snowman molds that were sold at Pope Brothers Appliance Stores in Chicago. Okay. Uh, this, uh, this podcast will be published uh, later on today, wherever podcasts are available. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, also Overcast, Breaker, whatever podcasts are available. I don't know if it's on Sirius XM, you know, satellite radio. I think it was there. I don't, I, I'm, I, I'm not a subscriber. I have no idea. So uh, if you have access to those apps, you know, subscribe and you can listen and you can be notified for future episodes. Also be published on my blog, VanishChicagoLand.blog, if you like. Also, it's on my YouTube channel, VanishChicagoLand Stories. Time and time again, people ask me, where do I find your podcast? Where do I find your podcast? It's, a, it's also on YouTube. That's the easiest way, easiest way to listen. You can hit the subscribe button. You can listen to previous programs and also get a notification. It'll, they're all there. They're all there. And also on my social media accounts, Facebook, X, Instagram, uh, Reddit, Threads, and LinkedIn. So it's all they're all there on those social media accounts. Yeah. And so that's it, folks. So I had a great time talking. Uh, this is Pico Stanis, your host of Band Chicago Land Stories, the podcast. Thank you for joining me. I had a great time talking. Today is kind of a cloudy day. It was raining earlier. It was raining overnight, that is. Excuse me. Now it's going to be clear. Uh, it's not that cold. Thank God. It's not that cold. And uh, I will do another podcast episode probably uh, Tuesday. Maybe Wednesday, you know, I think I could do one. Uh, I could do two. Maybe I will see. So that'd be fine. I got to think of, I got to, I got to think what I got to talk about, <laughs> but I have time. So uh, we'll see. All right. So here's bye-bye for me. And here's Ray Rayner with a little traveling music saying bye-bye-bye. Take care, everyone. And so long. We have to go. Bye-bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>